like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind blue eyes. No one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded, to telling only lies. The Beasties Boys are back once again. Yeah. Like clockwork. <clears throat> Episode 13 of the Beasties Audi podcast. This week we listened, uh, we watched Dark Disciple. Or Dark Designs. I don't know why I thought oh, Disciple. Yeah. Dark Designs. <laughs> which it, which makes more sense than Dark Disciple. Because nobody was really a disciple in this episode. That's right. And... Nobody knows what it's like to be the Batman behind blue eyes, but we know what it's like to be the Batman behind red eyes in exactly. this episode. Uh, 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 a question we've had for a long time got answered on in this episode. Yeah, unless we're getting double juked, then... Yeah. yeah um, and, and that would be crazy on its own if it was the double juke. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't think it's that sophisticated, but I'm still... I, I don't think it's that I'm deep not, I'm not putting my guard down. Um, well, before we get into it, Kevin, do you want to give us a breakdown? Yeah, absolutely. So this episode, we have Rhinox getting captured by the Predacons um, after they, they see his strength in battle and decide to try and turn him into a Predacon, which they do. Um, but it's a little more than they can handle as he goes around destroying every Predacon. Um until he reaches uh, Megatron, trying to basically take over the whole operation. Yeah. Um, which ends up in a battle that results in Megatron kind of tricking him into standing right inside the the device that turns somebody from Predacon back to Maximal or vice versa. And uh, he gets turned back. We have a big battle, as always, at the end of the episode. Yeah. And uh, the Maximals end up rescuing Rhinox and uh, saving the day. Before we do anything, and this isn't a joke, um, do you think there should have been, like, an epilepsy warning? Or, like, a seizure warning oh, man. at the start of this episode? Yeah, more great camera work this Like, this episode. is literally the most <laughs> insane fight scenes I've ever seen in anything. A lot of gun POV. Yeah, gun POV, and then the camera's just violently shaking everywhere to where it's difficult to even know what's happening. Yeah, so many shots of just... So many shaky shots of the Gatling gun just shooting. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was Yeah, it was really disorienting at times. Um, I feel like we got a taste of this kind of thing in uh, whichever episode where they tried to build the signal beam. Right, yeah. And then they just, like, turned it up to 11. There was a bit of those kind of repeat shots. Right. And then just crazy shakiness everywhere. Yeah, it was kind of like the last... The one where they were setting up the, the like, signal relay. I feel like they kind of had, like, an open area to fight in. But this one, like, the first one was, like, on the side of a cliff where, like, neither team could move at all. 
So, like, they were literally, like, shooting up and down at each other. Yeah. And, which is, like, a hard enough thing, I think, to convey uh, in, like, 3D animation. But, um, but yeah. And then the second one was just, like, cramped inside the Predacons Bay. Yeah, and it's all dark and, like, weird lighting. Yeah, I really think that... Although I really loved this episode, yeah. these were like two of the worst fight scenes yeah. that I think happened so far. Just just shots that were like, why? Yeah, really, though, why? Um, I'm kind of disappointed, Kevin, in our listeners. And usually I only have great things to say about our listeners. But this week, I'm a little disappointed because we only got like 200 entries into our t-shirt contest and really like that's not the numbers we were hoping to get it really doesn't even feel like a competition if only 200 people entered you know what that's i mean okay Two, so, 200 only 200 said? oh yeah. my gosh and i was thinking we'd have, you know what i mean i wasn't expecting like that all 20,000 of our listeners were gonna enter but i thought that at least like you know what i mean 10 percent yeah if uh, I, I mean, did the podcast even get uploaded? Pro- like, I mean, I guess the 200 to, heard it, but... I'm going to have to talk to our engineers and yeah. see if something got messed up in the edit or something. I think that's what happened. So what we're going to do, uh, because we think there must be some sort of mistake, we're going to extend the time that you can enter into mm. the contest another two weeks... Um, we're not going to blame it on you guys. We're not going to punish you. You guys have an extra two weeks to sign up for the MVB t-shirt contest uh, where you just pick who you think is going to win MVB the most from now until the end of the season. Uh, you're already going to be too deep. So, like, yeah, this is a gift. You know what I mean? We're only making it easier for you. So please, you know what I mean? If you have a friend who listens to the podcast and they haven't entered, like tell them to enter. Cause this t-shirt is like <laughs> top 10. It's spicy. Yeah. I think it might be like top 10 t-shirts, top 10 tees, top 10. And thanks to top 10 tees for sponsoring. Yes. Uh, wanted to get into that. Yeah. Louis V, uh, dropped out uh last week and you know we're not even supposed to mention their name anymore so that's why i said their nickname but top 10 tees thankfully came in in the clutch and is now supplying the t-shirt for the t-shirt giveaway so very generous shout out to top 10 tees speaking of sponsors let's get into our favorite sponsored segment it's the zits most favorable awesome uh, moment of the pod of the television show yeah on the podcast kevin what was your most favorable awesome uh moment um, of the tv show on the podcast i liked when scorponok gets lowered into the jizz pool to yeah that was to cool. refresh his health i thought that was strange that the robots like go into liquid to yeah. get fixed it's like how's that working it's very strange um, maybe that, or when Optimus does an impression of Megatron, when he's like, "I right. think he bit off more than he can chew." Yes, <laughs> and like looks right into the camera. Yeah, that was good. Um, I think my favorite, uh, most favorable, awesome part of the TV show on the podcast was the very end where they're all just lounging in the grove. 
like talking about how yeah. uh, good it is to have Rhinox back and just like laughing about uh, the crazy day they had. I just thought that was super cool. Everybody was just like relaxing. Uh, super wacky. Yeah, like, Rhinox was like laying on his belly with his legs stuck out. It was his like funny. eyes were like rolling back. Yeah, he looked stoned, man. Yeah. I was like, nice. Uh, Optimus is just like reading a book. And, yeah, he's uh, got like a Kindle and like fell over. Yeah, that might have been the first Kindle. I think so. It's like it's uh, it looked like it just had a kind of fake like the the book part of it that opens up was like uh, it's just like the case, just like a cover. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know those little lifesaver books where no. it has the lifesavers in it. No, somebody will know what I'm talking about. It's like that, but with a screen in it. With like the lifesavers have uh, like stories on them. They're like little fake books, and when you open them, it's just packages of lifesavers, and they, oh. they put them out like around Christmas. Okay, yeah. but there's They're no, there's nothing to read at all except no. for the wrapper. Maybe yeah, like nutrients and okay. stuff like that. But that's mm. it. And it says lifesavers. And, and you on know it. what? Make sure you eat life your daily lifesavers, especially around the Christmas time, because yep. in Christmas, uh, like what's in lifesavers is a nutrient you usually don't get around that time of year unless you have lifesavers. So make sure to be eating your lifesavers. We're not sponsored, but Kevin's uh, dad is a doctor, so mm-hmm. he's he a lifesaver. He would want you to know that. Yeah, he would. He does. Exactly. He's not. When I said would, Kevin quickly got afraid that our listeners would think that I'm saying his dad is dead, and mm-hmm. his dad isn't dead. His dad no, is alive, as as I know. and prevents other people from being dead. That's right. And it's cool that doctors live longer than everybody else too. And I we're getting so. off topic, but it is that's one thing that personally fascinates me. Um, I liked in that moment when Cheetor. He seemed especially wacky. He had some expression on his face, and he's like. So Rhinox, give us the scoop. Yeah. What's it like? Yeah. He's totally like a like a gossip guy. He yeah. got hit he got hit hard. The he was like the first guy who got hit by shots when they were first chilling on the cliff at the start of the episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Which was another just like weird scene again of them just like chilling on the cliff down there beside the river. Uh I guess they were looking for Energon or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like, no, it's too deep. They're like, okay. Um, I guess we got to get into it, and I think it's obvious. Hottest beastie? What? what Rhinox? Yeah, Again? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad Rhinox. I'm I'm laying down the gauntlet. I'm glad good Rhinox is back, but bad Rhinox is daddy, bro. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it's like my favorite character. Bad Rhinox. One thing, when you get changed to a Predacon, your your whole shit changes. Yeah, like your I was whole like, design changes immediately. I didn't think he could get any shinier, and he looked so cool, dude. Yeah, he had like the silver on like the mm, on the, his chest, the roof, the roof of his the, mouth. The roof yeah, mouth. Um, <laughs> um, and even on his head, there was just more shiny stuff. Yeah, no, nah, he looked badass. Yeah, and he was just doing so much badass shit. I know he had. Uh, he had Pterosaur up against the wall. That was sick. Like, threatening him. I was like, yes. I'm glad Pterosaur tried to make a deal with him because for a second I was like, is he really about to, like, be a hypocrite here? I know. But then he's like, let's be a team. Um, he squishes uh, Scorponok's head 
that was like violent. Like when he throws the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever those like amplifiers or whatever they are on him, uh, and it just in the he, jam room. yeah in the jam room, and his head just turns into like a pancake. I was like, damn, that's, yeah, that was wild. It's crazy. Um, uh, one time, one thing that I liked Cheetor saying was uh, he said that he it, uh, that. Rhinoc was better dead than Pred. Oh, yeah. So I think at one point, like, he was like, if we have to go kill him, we have to go kill him. Yeah. But, like, that's better than him being a Predacon. Right. Which is wild. I didn't think Cheetor would be the first to to get there. I know, and he said it right in front of Dinobot, and, and Dinobot was even like, well, I'm I'm here, bro. And this, and Dino, he was being addicted to Dinobot last time, too. Yeah. And honestly, Rat Trap wasn't like, pretty neutral this episode yep. i didn't see him doing great stuff but he's just good he, he's not teammate. antagonizing nope. uh dinobot like at all anymore and that's now like 100 percent a cheetor trope which i is feel interesting. like i feel like they're kind of they're friends i feel like i feel like rat trap might be dinobot's best friend whoa maybe optimus but maybe rat trap i kind of don't rat trap was rat trap was like we can't let that happen to my friend about Rhinox today. And Rhinox called Rat Trap his best friend right, like a couple episodes true. ago. So I, I think that like they're trying to push that at this moment. I don't think that Dinobot is Rat Trap's best friend, but I think Rat Trap is Dinobot's best friend. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he likes him, man. I think... I understand. I feel like a lot of the people who... I think are my best friend don't think I'm their best friend so I yeah. understand they think that I'm their best friend yeah exactly <laughs> um, okay uh, well I think yeah hottest beastie was easy I, yeah I, I, dude when wait when he smashes pterosaur and scorponok together and then he just blasts Megatron with the Gatling gun yeah oh and hits him in the knees he yeah. just like shoots his knees <laughs> that's so funny up. Which I guess Megatron meant to get hit there because he predicted that that would cause Rhinox to jump down right into the the machine or something. Uh, I don't think that was planned. I think like Rhinox ended up there, and then Megatron's like, uh, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I hundred percent think that's it's like an opportunity thing." Because he totally was like, "And you're teaching, you're still even teaching me a very important lesson." Predacons oh, yeah. boast too much. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, yeah, keep standing there because you're giving me an idea. Maybe Rhinox was like, I'll jump into the thing and make him want to turn me back into a Maximal. Like, there was a bit of him that knew, like, I don't want to be a Predacon anymore. Maybe. But it seemed like both times he got switched, his memory got completely wiped. Oh, yeah. When he wakes up, he's like, what happened? And then he just gets (laughs) blasted. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, Megatron, I'm like sick of Megatron's like character. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he, I don't know what it is, but that like, yeah, ooh, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. Oh, it's you. He just like, uh, he's like too Shatnery or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He's too. He's really putting it on. Yeah, he's very much putting it on. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, I think you're not supposed to like the bad guys. Right. It, he got his arm cut off, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool too when mm-hmm. he got his arm cut off. There was there was a, there was a couple cool little little squabbles 
Um, Scorponok putting up a good fight against Dinobot was kind of had the leg up on him for a bit. Um, but then Dinobot ends up beating him. Yeah, Scorponok had some when Scorponok jumped over Dinobot yeah. to like attack or jumped over uh, Rhinox to first attack Pterosaur. That was yeah. pretty cool too. Um, both times when he jumped, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna use like his stinger. He's gonna like jump and then like come down oh, with that'd his be cool. stinger." But like he didn't do it either time. No. Um, the only other thing that I was like, "Oh, that's like something I should note," was that the oh Tarantulas's venom uh, can put you to sleep. Yeah. So that yeah, that's true. It's kind of interesting. I didn't know that. And again, Tarantulas. Showing to be super valuable to the descent, like he only one who survived the Gatling gun. Oh, because Rhinoc used this Gatling gun to like make a rock fall down onto all mm-hmm. of the uh, Predacons. Yeah, Tarantulas only one to like get unscathed in that. Right. Uh, yeah, he's used to like crawling in little rocks like that. And right. When are the Maximals gonna realize that somebody's got to be looking out? Like they're just they're just getting ambushed like all the time. It's and completely ridiculous that Rhinoc was that far back. I know. You know I mean? Well, like, why was he that far back? Well, I even mean like when they all get ambushed, and yeah, even after that, it's like okay, let's put myself in a completely bad situation. He said he's going to bring up the rear, but that's that's further back than the It'd be rear. Be like ten steps back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when is everybody going to look out for rocks? that are above that's like the 10th time somebody's been crushed by a rock yeah yeah 100 percent um there's a lot of negligence on both sides Mm -hmm. like i feel like a lot of the plot progression is both teams just doing stupid shit on the regular um but i guess like we still don't have any other factors you know what i mean other than the two teams so, like, I feel like until we get another factor that can, like, be, you know what I mean, something that, like, mobilizes either team, that right. it's, like, there's not going to be any smart reasons for them yeah. to conflict with each other. I wonder if when they're in beast mode, they're, like, a little a little stupider. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're a like, little more animal. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Maybe that's like Tigatron's issue. We didn't yeah. see him this episode. And I'm glad. But like maybe that's his issue. Is that like he's so animal mm-hmm. that like he just like one like he is always being weird as hell. What a weirdo, man. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was so stoked about him, but like, I, I, if we don't see him till like the end of the season, I'm not that disappointed. I know. I, I want there to be another new Maximal that takes his place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, like everybody on the Maximals agrees with that. They're like, the new guy shows up, and like Cheetor is like, "Does this mean we can stop calling Targetron?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm down for him to try and do some kind of rat trap thing and move up the ranks, but like he's got to move into the bit. Like he's got to put the time in. Yeah, I think especially. I think I would have welcomed him with open arms if, in the beginning, he welcomed the Maximals with open yeah. arms. But now that he's put up this wall, it's like, not only are we waiting for him to bring the wall down, it's like, you have to do work to get us to bring down our walls now, too, because 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we People don't become maximals on their own time. You know what I mean? No. It's not like a... It's not like a free for all over here. And the maximals aren't here trying to trying to soul search. It's beast wars. It's the, the be- fact that he wouldn't help them after they risked their life to turn him into a maximal, and he's like, "Oh, actually, my heart is with the tiger." It's like, dude, we're in the middle of beast wars. You got to get on our side, and we got to fight this battle. Like, it's yeah, completely exactly. crazy. Reminds me of Donald Trump and his bone spurs. <laughs> Uh, dodging the Vietnam Vietnam War. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. V- v- parallels, and uh, it's very timely and apropos. Tiger Trump. Tiger Trump. Oh, yeah, my man. God. Tiger Trump, make uh, the Beast Wars, um, I don't know, him and his identity politics. It <laughs> yeah. just kills me, dude. Um, anyways... I guess, oh, I just want to say, I hate POV, just in all kind of, I don't want to see through a person's eyes, yeah. like, show me the scene, I hate POV, I don't, like, in any situation, point of view writing, point of view films, point of view pornography. When you said point of view writing, I was like, oh, are there videos of, like, a hand <laughs> writing stuff down, and then I'm like, oh, no, I see. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, show me the whole scene. I don't want it through some schmuck's eyes. Yeah, because we're already point of view. Yeah, it, I want. I like my point of There's view. There's no true point of view. I guess VR, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that might like, be cool. It's always double if this point was of view. VR, that'd be cool. What uh, VR beast? Be, oh man, that'd be sick. Yeah, and you're not even one of the beast guys, but you're just like a guy like standing on a hill far away. <laughs> yeah. Um. It'd be cool. You wouldn't have to worry about all the weird fucking angles. Um, oh, there's one part where Megatron, uh, when the device that like turns people is about to explode, and Megatron is like, Predacons, uh, get undercover. Or like, uh, get in cover. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. cover yourself from the blast. And then Optimus goes, Dinobot. Grab Rhinox and let's go, go, go. Oh, yeah, that was the best. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that part. That was, like, my second most favoritist. I feel like that actually was my favoritist, and yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, let's go, go, go. Like, there's no <laughs> reason he could say that other than to be funny. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was a goofy episode, dude. Like, people yeah. were saying goofy shit the whole it's time. super goofy, man. Um, And we're not about that goofy shit here, but... We're not. We're also like not above having a little fun from mm-hmm. time to time. I agree. And talking about fun, let's get to our favorite, uh, our favorite segment. You know what it's called? The most valuable beastie. Kick it. Kick. Hit it. Kick it. Okay. <laughs> and. We hit it and kicked it, and now we're wondering, wh- what was the most valuable beastie? And I actually have to think about it a little bit. Kevin, do you have an idea? I mean, obviously, there's Rhinox is in the running. Um, he didn't really... I mean, he messed up all the Predacons. 
it was kind of his own fault right. he got captured so he's kind of just cleaning up his own mess there wasn't really any progress towards you know maximals beating uh predacons i guess their base got a little messed up he crushed that little microchip it's probably gonna take him like a few minutes to replace that or whatever right my argument is that the things that Rhinox did good, he wasn't on the team that it benefited. At yeah, that exactly. Time. So, like, I'm not sure how to view Rhinox's actions. It was in just this kind one. of valuable to himself. Right. Maybe I'm thinking I'm going to go with Optimus because if it wasn't for Optimus's uh, foresight to predict that Rhinox would do that. Right. He wouldn't have been able to do that, and the Maximals could have screwed themselves up trying to just run in, you know, guns blazing. I feel that. Um, I'm going to say that the whole thing was Optimus's fault, though. Um, Optimus hastily tries to use his primal jets at the start of the episode and gets hit, and that makes uh, the Maximals have to run away, and Rhinox then volunteers to hold up the rear mm, so yeah. Optimus can make it back to the base safely. So true. I blame kind of the whole m- mishap on Optimus. I think the most valuable beast is Tarantulas. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because from their point of view, um, yeah, he yeah. he did two jobs. He, he wasn't crushed by rocks and yeah. he easily captures Rhinox. Yeah, so easily. Yeah, just like, just flings the web. Like, like Spider-Man. I guess later, Peter. him and Black, uh, ter- wait, Black, Black Arachnia. Arachnia. I Black was going to say Black Tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for him. <laughs> um, maybe it's a machine that turns him into Black uh, Tarantulas. Um, but yeah, I guess they get apprehended by Rhinox. We don't really see that. It just kind of shows them in some nets. Yeah, I think that must be what happened. Yeah. Or maybe they were just hanging out. I don't know. But yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I feel like it's that's the only person it could be. Okay, congratulations, Tarantulas. Um, First MVB. Yeah, maybe. No, Tarant- Did I think get it Tarantulas. On the layer or whatever. Uh, I don't know if Tarantulas got it on the Tarantulas Rat Trap episode oh, yeah, I think or Rat if Trap, Rat Trap got, it. got it. Yeah, you're right. Um, Either way, it's very, uh, very big. We don't see Deceptic or uh, Predacon wins very often, as far as MVB. Speaking of that, though, original Transformers reference. Yep. Uh, Waspinator thinking he was what character from the original ones? I can't um, remember. Did Did you recognize the name at all? No, and I'm not like too big of a Transformers fan as well. Right. Um, but yeah, he was calling himself a Decepticon, and then Black Arachnia was like. Whatever the name was, that was a that was a warrior from the Decepticons from three generations ago or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I think she, I think she says like a thousand years. Oh, really? Wow. And then I'm like, uh, don't you know that on Beast Wars they use cycles? Right, mega cycles. Um, yeah, mega cycles and paracycles or Paris, something like yeah. that. I think like flying cycles. That'd be cool. A paracycle um, actually. It's an invention I'm going to talk to my people about because I actually, that's a great idea and mm-hmm. I'm into that. And I, the good people at Schwinn, I think, would be interested in I that. think so. Shout out to Michael Schwinn, my um, my old buddy from my Harvard days. Me and Michael Schwinn uh, went to Harvard together taking business. And now 
I make pod make professional podcasts, beautiful audio um, mosaics with my mouth, and he makes bicycles. So you know what I mean. The more you, it's all about connections in life, Kevin. And I learned that you've been making connections with um, somebody actually in the Beast Wars world. Yeah. Um, Maybe a little, a little, uh, a little fling uh, you've been having. I mean, I, uh, am I, I am I speaking out of turn? Should I have not brought this up on the podcast? Well, let's see. How how about this? How about if we get if we get a reasonable amount of submissions into the into the MDB into the contest? contest? I might be willing to reveal a little. It's juicy. It is, guys. I don't. I don't want to do it unrewarded. Kevin told me this, and because he told me it, I thought it was cool to bring up on the podcast. Yeah. And I actually, and feel I should, I should have told you, um, because it is, it is juicy, and it's not scandalous, but it's salacious. You're, go- you're gonna want to hear about. You're it. gonna want to hear about it because, yeah, it's a scoop and it's juicy. Um, thank you to, uh, Streamy TV for the MVB segment. Streamy, Um, yeah. Streamy TV for the, he's a Twitch streamer and he streams baby games and he sponsors the MVB segment. Yeah. So thanks to him. That's a real big shout out, real big, uh, thank you. He's our most valuable baby. He's our most valuable baby. Um, watch Streamy TV for the baby games. Um, and I think that's all we have for our episode today, Kevin. It seemed quick because it's, it was basically just an episode of Rhinox messing up Predacons. Right. Which, what more can you ask for? Mm-hmm. Extreme sex appeal. Uh, my panties are soaked. And it's time to get back to uh, dinner. Me and Kevin uh, recorded this podcast in the middle of our dinner and our food's getting cold. So we're going to pop it in the microwave and we're going to sit back down and finish our plates. Please listen to us on Twitter. No, follow us on Twitter and submit your contest uh, entries. And listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Not YouTube, Kenny. Yeah, fuck you, Kenny. Bye. Like a bloody fool If you get hot Then you must get cool Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do What you gonna do When they come for you Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do What you gonna do When they come for you You chuck it on that one You chuck it on this one You chuck it on your mother And you chuck it on your father You chuck it on your father And you chuck it on your sister You chuck it on that one And you chuck it on me Bad boys, bad boys
What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys.